unless something crazy happens, and we know this industry, crazy things do happen. But I would say 9.5 times out of 10, I am not wrong. I am not wrong, darling. Crazy things can happen, and sometimes having a lack of a diverse judging panel also influences the decision. Because if you had a diverse judging panel, things like Jamaica not winning Miss Universe in 2014 would not have happened. Anyway, let me just move on. So I watched prelims. Um, I said this to say I watched prelims with an open mind and not listening to any of the um, who people had in their top 20 based off pictures and stuff off social media. I decided, you know, let me just watch this with a blank state, and then I'll come to you guys. So I just finished watching prelims because I was not paying, I'll tell you guys, I was not paying $35 to watch on pageant vision, and I think I was working at the time anyway, so I would have missed it. But I happened to catch a replay of it on the YouTube. So the quality was a little distorted. It was 480p for all of my video nerds. It was 480p. I didn't even know people shot like that anymore. But I think it's because where I was watching it was a bootleg version. And thus the resolution was lower. So I say all that to say, I think some of these girls shine way brighter than what I saw on the YouTube video. Because the YouTube video quality was trash. 480p, you guys. We are currently operating at 5K on some uh, videos. And 1080p is where your camera phone setting is at. If you have an iPhone. Android might actually be at 480p. You probably won't even notice the difference. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. So I have all my stuff together. I have a wine I'm drinking. This is a, um, okay, let me see. I forgot which wine this was. I have two red wines going on. Mmm. Let's drink this. This one is, um, how embarrassed to say. It's Aldi. And it's Winking Owl. It's one of my favorite cheap wines to get because it tastes really good. But it costs $2.75. Judge your mama. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. Don't judge me. For someone who is a wine connoisseur, it does not hit like a real, real good Cabernet. But it does the job whenever I go to Aldi's and I need something and I see $3. I got $3. I'm going to go ahead and get this bottle. So I'm drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon right now, and it's delicious, okay? It's delicious. Also, let me just say a few things about the preliminary pageant before I get into everything. I, as you guys know, was not a fan of them going to Tulsa because I'm like, what is in Tulsa? What's in Oklahoma? This pageant needs to be in a big place, uh, a big major new, uh, U.S. city like New York or Hollywood. Even Houston or Chicago. Come to Chicago. New York City. Um, one of the main flag flagship cities when you think of America. Tulsa, Oklahoma was not a main city that I considered to be a destination vacation if I was a contestant and I was looking for a pageant where I can get away. I do know the girls went to Cancun. That is really dope to me. But I was like, Tulsa? What are they going to do? So... I am really proud of Crystal Stewart, the president CEO of Miss USA, who took the girls to the Greenwood um, historical site where the Black Wall Street existed before it was bombed 
by infiltrators and haters with planes. You guys need to really watch. Um, oh, um, there's a show on HBO. Oh man, what's up? Um, it's like tip my tongue. I don't even know what to Google. Hold on, HBO show. <laughs> um, Oklahoma. Okay, L A H O M A. Oklahoma. Okay, L A H. You know, I do the most. Um, Oklahoma show, HBO, um, at the top of my tongue, Watchmen also covers the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921, but that's not the same thing, I'm talking about, um, Cat's Black um, and I know someone probably already no second. It's not it's not watching. It happened ninety nine years ago, you guys. That's crazy. Oh, it's the name of that show. It was on HBO. I'm for sure it was on HBO. It probably wasn't. There's a few documentaries now that I'm Googling this. Lovecraft Country. That's what it's called. Lovecraft Country. And let me see what this was on. Cause I feel like it maybe wasn't on HBO. Lovecraft, oh, it was on HBO. Okay, Love Lovecraft Country. Um, it takes place in the 1950s, and a young man is looking for his father, and they go back in time to the 1920s to the um, Oklahoma, well, into Tulsa, right before everything happened, because their relatives died in the massacre. It's episode nine, but... Um, yeah, you can kind of just watch that one episode. <clears throat> it's my throat. If you guys don't know about the Tulsa bombings, really look it up because it was not no little fire bombs. Pew, 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 pew. No, these guys, if you guys are um, farmers, hold on, hold on, you guys. <clears throat> if you guys are farmers or anyone who comes from a farming place, I'm from Illinois, and yeah, we got Chicago and it's popping up there, but Illinois is mainly farmland. So I just have to know this. I know a little bit about farming because I lived in central Illinois. So it's a lot of corn. Um, but Oklahoma, Iowa, Nebraska, middle America, where Tosh.0 says where dreams, where people move and dreams go to die, middle America. That's farmland. And you have lots and lots and lots of acres of land. And there's only one real way to make sure it's all together. And, yes, you can be on ground with John Deere. Uh, products, but some people had planes, and some farmers had planes so that way they can fertilize their crop and all the other fun stuff easily, and just fly low over their property and just sprinkle out whatever they sprinkle out. I don't know logistics of it. In 1921, these guys used their planes to drop bombs on the Greenwood District in Oklahoma because they were haters and didn't want rich black people around period okay and it was just crazy because you're like okay yeah it was a bombing maybe a few bombs went off no they were dropping bombs from planes as if this was a war zone um and then in the episode of uh lovecraft country they showed a mob and they threw fire into people's houses so people 
and the houses were two story, three stories, so they were through so far on the bottom first floor said they were trapped. But really look it up, because it was a real massacre. This was not no small massacre. To for someone to drop a bomb on me via plane, a plane, you guys, like that's real life hate. I can I can't even imagine hating somebody that much. There's people who I would not associate myself with, period, but I would never go over their house with a plane and be like, you know what, I don't like you this much. Um, intentionally set fires and arson, 800 plus people injured, 183 serious injuries, exact number unknown. They were targeting businesses, houses, schools, municipal buildings, over a 40 square block area. This was in 1921. Um, and destroyed a lot of black residences, um, where, where we are living, you know, and it's, devastating and i don't i don't think it's a whole race conversation here but i am glad that crystal stewart took those girls to go see the greenwood district it's actually been on my bucket list of places to go because i know a few people who went over there and they said it's just the energy of it and you know you guys you know i don't know how religious you guys are but for someone for a place to have a lot of um bodies there's a lot of energy and a lot of energy may still be in that area so i think that they're feeling the emotion of all that happened during that tragic situation and it took place uh may 31st to june 1st um and it's just it's devastating it's really devastating but it's up on my bucket list to go to and i'm glad that miss usa is bringing light to that and i saw miss oklahoma's state costume and i'm so proud that she chose to represent in that way so if we are going to a city acknowledge all the parts of the city good and bad you know you can't just go to tulsa and act like this didn't happen, especially when you have a black woman as the head of the pageant. So I am proud about that. And I do see that the girls are, like, kicking it in Tulsa, having a good time. And I think because of the pandemic, it is a good city because it's not a city with a lot of people around, like New York. It's not like they can just go to New York without running into strangers. And I'm sure they can do that in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They can go out and about without running into a whole bunch of people, thus limiting their exposure. So I think it's a kind of a cool concept. And I'll just keep it at that. But I think, and I do appreciate seeing smaller, bigger cities highlighted in this manner. Like when they went to Memphis, oh, that was cool. Cause I have family in Memphis. I grew up in Memphis, so I knew about Memphis. Um, and it's like a cute little, you know, it's a, it's like a nice little town, like a nice little city. They have a lot going on on Beale Street. Tulsa, haven't been there, but it's, you know, it's a major city in this country. If you look at a map, it's pops up so i'm glad that we are branching out into other states however <laughs> darling please let's go to a nice state a nice city that has more name recognition i guess i would say um something that is a high caliber pageant that would just match the miss usa brand and identity okay also say that because i like the venue that they're in i'm not you know what I'm saying? I'm not 100% a fan of it, but I am a fan of the tea stage, and I love that the girls have a chance to walk, which is what I feel like they did not do in Memphis, was have a place to really walk. And I love that the girls have a tea stage. Uh, the inside of the venue looked really cute, especially with the judges and the audience. The judges are a little bit down farther, and you have the tea stage. It does its job. I don't know how much it costs to work to be in the venue, but it, it does its job. It's at the casino. It does what it needs to do. So I like the setup. 
I also love Asia's green satin dress she had on. She looks marvelous in it. I think it's a really good material for the stage. So I would consider satin for anybody. Um, other notes I took during prelims before I give you guys my picks. First of all, this whole switching positions, I feel like did not work out at all. At least to me as a viewer. It made no sense because I felt like only, what, three... Four, five states actually switch. Oh, yeah, I forgot hiccups now. If, I could have hiccups. If more states were switched, it would make more sense. But just to see a random Washington in the middle of Illinois and Indiana was like, what? Like, what? Like, it's like we go out of order. We're in order, go out of order, and then we're back in order. So if we were all just conjumbled together, Maybe it would make more sense, okay? You got this position because you did this many ads. And I know that the position on prelims was based off of ads. But it made no sense to me because I don't know how the positions were chosen. Jesus, I have not done a podcast, you guys, in a while. My voice is strained. I'm getting, like, hiccups and burps and stuff. And I didn't even start drinking my wine. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of switching only because I feel like it's pointless. Like, I saw Washington in particular. It, like, I don't, like, I get that she's at the end. Oh, no, Wisconsin. Wisconsin and Washington both switch positions, if I'm looking at my notes right. And it made no sense to me because, one, you're W. You're at the end of the line. That, to me, is a good position. I would not leave the end of the line to move to the middle of the crew and get lost in the eyes. If I was Wisconsin and Washington, I would have stayed my Wisconsin and Washington beautiful self at the end where I belong alphabetically. I don't see that as a better position for them, especially because it's just random. Now, like I said, if all the girls were discombobulated, it would make more sense. But for us to be in alphabetical order and then all of a sudden W pops up, and then we go back into alphabetical order. It's like, what? And then it's like you can't predict who's next. So then you got West Virginia at the end by her lonesome. And it's just weird. And I don't think the middle is a better position. Like, I don't know. I don't think coming out earlier is a better position than coming out at the end and finishing the show. I just competed in a pageant on November 14th. And I was contestant number uh, eight. I was the last person. And I loved it. I love being the last person because I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this group high. I'm going to set the standard high. I personally would either be first or last. The middle, I feel like you get kind of lost. The last, I feel like it's kind of a hard position too because then you got to really finish, especially when it's 50 girls. But for me, there was only eight, so it was easier. But like, I just don't think that that helped them at all. The switching of positions helped in any way. Um, and then Arizona was after Illinois and before Indiana, which makes no sense to me either why she would leave the front of the line to go, like I said, in the middle. And she went in a second group of people during swim prelims. So I get like maybe the first group might be a doozy and the judges are giving them lower scores so you'll be in a second group of contestants 
But to me, I'd rather just start. Like, I'm not going to be in the middle of nobody. I'm going to be in the beginning. And Arizona has such a good placement because she's after Alabama. She's one of the first two to go out. I I can see a move and why I wouldn't move, but I wouldn't. I would just stay where I was at. Unless the only reason why I would see the switch positions work is if I was somebody like a Wisconsin and I became in front of Alabama and I went out first. But I don't, I don't, I don't think, yeah, it's weird. It's, I don't like it at all. What I also don't like is the fan at the front of the stage because what are we doing? And I feel like maybe it was not properly placed. I feel like maybe it was the girls were walking too close on, on it and it was too low to the ground. Maybe it should have been brought up higher to be more eye level, but obviously you can't really do that. And I feel like the fan only worked for a handful of women, which is... Um, Oh, Nevada, Ohio, and Swim State. So the fan to me, and I felt like some people in particular, their eyes are drying out because they kept blinking. And that's what you do when you have direct wind coming at you. And then with a swimsuit top that has the fun stuff at the, it's like looser fabric, it was flopping in such a way, and then the sash will hold down part of the swimsuit top, and the rest will fly up. And if that's not how the swimsuit top is supposed to look, I'm not supposed to see underneath the flap. You guys know what I'm talking about the swimsuits that had the flap the front, um, as opposed to the other one that was like more crossbody. The ones that had the flap the front, the fan would just fly up, and I don't know. It and it, it didn't really do anything for the swimsuit. It only did something for the hair, and the girls who had evening gowns with like tape. But honestly, I would have just moved the fan up a little bit higher to make it more eye level. But I was not a fan. Oh, the fan at the front of the stage. Also, there was a crazy topsy-turvy camera angle that was going on during swimsuit. It was literally the camera would start at 180 degrees. He'll pan up the girl, come back to center, like uh, back to zero, and then pan up. But it was like turning from sideways, sideways camera angle, straight up forward, which was so weird. And, and it only happened to a few girls. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this cameraman on his side and then straightening up as he pans up this girl? And then also getting hit with our broken ankle leg cam, which is weird to me because the girl would turn and we would never see her face when she turns. We see her feet and then they pan up. So they do the little mid runway turn and the camera's at their feet. We see the broken ankle and then it pans up. That turn, that look, that face is kind of what I want to see. I don't want to see their ankle when they turn, I mean, I guess you do need to pan the body in some way, fa- fashion, or form, but I didn't like how we were just getting ankle shots um, before they panned all the way up because I want to see the girl's face when they turned, if that makes sense. Okay, so I did not like that camera angle at all. Um, a few other things, Wisconsin's sash, I don't know what she was doing with her sash. I think she was trying to be different. It only really worked for me in evening gown because I don't know what she had going on in the swimsuit. Like, she, you couldn't even see the stakes. And it was, like, across her neck, like it was choking her. I don't know if she didn't peep it. But for her to move positions and then come out here with a sash like this, like, no, not, my, not something I would recommend. I do love Nebraska's tights. Like I said, OMG, Nebraska has some height on her. And... I love New Mexico's body, Oregon's body, and Tennessee's body in particular, where I took notes on, and the Kansas one too. 
Um, okay. Also, so when it came to swimsuit, let me just go ahead and just show you guys my favorites. And then I'll get a top 20 going. I have the girls' headshots up. I did not make my top 20 list. I am going to base my top 20 off of who I liked in both the swimsuit and the gown. And I can tell you right now, I do not have 20 girls on here at all. I have like seven girls who I think is going to win. I can make 20 girls the top 20, but I don't think. Um, yeah, I would make a top 20, but I have seven strong people who I believe is going to be it. Okay. So, um, anything else I want to mention? When it came to swimsuits, I liked their, the styles and the colors of the swimsuits. I did like those. When it came to gown, I love the fact that we have swayed away from having one designer and that the girls were able to choose because I felt like a lot of these gowns were Miss Universe caliber gowns. And I love to see how the gown uh, trend is changing. Over the years, like at one point, we saw nothing but high lows and capes. And this year, we saw all types of slits and nude mesh material, sleeves, full body decorations, um, full coverage. There's a few girls who had their gown, like long sleeves, all the way down to the ground. And it would be like a little illusion, naked illusion material. I love to see different designers. There was one girl, well, Illinois actually had two-piece um, evening gown on, I'm pretty sure. Um, and there was a lot of blue. I love seeing color. Me, personally, I love color when it comes to gown. I don't like the silvers and the metallics and the gold, especially if your skin is silver, metallic, and gold. I love color. Whenever I competed the last few times, I've always worn yellow. I feel like yellow looks really good on me. But I would not go away from choosing a great green or a great blue. And some people say black people, black women need to wear white to win. And that's been proven a few times. However, I think seeing some more women of color in color would have greatly benefited. Greatly benefited. Specifically, I'm talking about Kentucky. I love Kentucky's look, but I did not like her gown. And I felt like the girl after her, there was three girls. And I said, oh, no, wrong gown, wrong gown. And if she had put on the gown, the three people I saw, if they had put on the gown of the person who went after them, bold statement, bold statement. I feel like the silvers and the golds and the neuter colors only work if you're really gorgeous and you don't want to, us to see anything else. But I think when it comes to gown, those nude colors kind of hide the gown. Like Kentucky's gown, I don't even remember how it looked. And definitely I'm not there in stage, so maybe it did have a brightness. All the gowns kind of had a different shine and brightness to it. But whoever went after Kentucky had on a orange or blue, they had on a colorful dress. And I said, now had Kentucky wore that gown, it would have been a showstopper. Showstopper. Same thing with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania came out here in this black dress, and I get why she chose black because she's probably like, um, looks like she's pale and her hair is blonde and it's like a platinum white blonde. So the black is a great contrast. However, the girl who went after Pennsylvania, I think it was blue. And I said, oh, as she came out here in this dress, it would have made a statement. You know, like I'm just not a fan of no color because I feel like 
in a sea of nude material, the color is going to win. And we've seen it time and time again at Miss USA. What color dress did Pia have on? Blue. What color dress did Katriana Gray have on? Red. Like, South Africa had on a silver dress that year. And she was just kind of like a background. And if you look at the top five from that year that Kat won, she's the only one in color. She's the only one wearing color. She stands out in the top five. That's why she won Miss Universe, because she had on a bold, a bold red color. And I just cannot shy away from, please bring some color to the stage when it comes to gowns. Please, please, please. But I do love the girls who had on the sharp blue gowns. They look so gorgeous on stage. Even when Asia from Miss USA had a green dress on, that green dress worked wonders for her. I think better than her actual evening gown did, that orange. But this whole nude thing is just not tickling my fancy. So when it came to opening number, the girls who stood out to me the most in opening number specifically, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Nevada, Texas. I don't know why. And then there was a few more, but I didn't write them down because I, um, I was like, oh, okay, okay. But those girls stood out to most, the most to me. Um, when it came to swimsuit, are you guys ready? Let's go through this. And I did not want to make this episode long, so I won't keep you guys here too long. I am over here. Um, let me get my mouse together. My mouse uh, went to sleep. Oh my gosh, we already have 30 minutes. Holy cow, I did not want to go this long. All right, and I have a Potomac reunion to watch, you guys. So. All right, so when it came to swimsuit, let's start. My favorites from swimsuit. Okay, wait, wait. Before I give you my top favorites, because I don't want to be confused. When it comes to my favorite gown, like the actual gown itself, like the actual dress, not the girl wearing it, but they made the dress what it was. When it came to my favorite gowns, I love Alabama's gown, Alaska's blue gown, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Idaho, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri. I said, hmm, I love it, but I have to look at it in person. North Carolina, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Utah. And I really love Utah. And then I said, other notes from gowns, holy slits. We have a lot of slits, especially on Maine. Maine slit went all the way up to Jesus. Oh, Pennsylvania. Whoever went out to Pennsylvania had on a blue gown. Now, if she had on the person after her gown, that blue would have been a showstopper. Also, some of the girls lost me in gown because they had no face. All right, part of winning a pageant, you guys, and modeling, period, is your face. And some of these girls lost it to me because they just came out there looking plain Jane in the face. Like, not that they're ugly, but they had no facial expressions or they tried to smile, dropped a smile, tried to smile, dropped a smile, tried to smile, and dropped it. And it's just like, what, like, what is she doing with her face? Come out there and smile. It's like, you guys need to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race or um, American Style Model. That's where I get my training from. Back, I did back in the day, but some of these girls did not serve face to me, and that or they couldn't walk, and that to me is an automatic no. So bring face, bring a face. 
Um, okay. So, my swimsuit favorite. You guys ready? And I'm going through their head shots, too. I'm going to see who I like the most when it comes to head shots and stuff. Okay. So, when it came to swimsuits, I love Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Missouri. Ooh, I don't know what state this is. Oh, Nebraska. Put N-E. I was going to say New England. Nebraska, Nevada, Washington, kind of groomy, Washington, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Texas, and West Virginia. My favorites from swim. My favorites in gown, Alabama, Delaware, Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, Kansas, Wisconsin, Maryland, Mississippi, Nebraska, Washington, New Jersey, New York, Oklahoma, where they came from, get down the plane, uh, Texas, and Utah. Those are my favorites from gown. Okay. Now I'm looking at these girls up here, and I'm going to narrow down a top 20. Okay. All right. So my repeats from both opening and then, you guys know I'm partial to Illinois because I'm from here, but I'm being realistic. Sydney is really good. Um, and I've seen Sydney on a few people's top fives. So just my repeats, my favorites. Um, Delaware. Uh, Delaware and Florida. I'm looking at their headshots and tone. Illinois. That's what that name is there. Um, Texas. Mississippi, um, Georgia, Hawaii, uh, Nebraska. I do. I. put Utah up there just in case so I can see the gorgeous in gown. Okay. So I'm at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We'll go so far. Okay. Um, 
So, then looking at headshots, I would also put Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, Hawaii, Nebraska, Washington, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Utah so far. And so, I'm about to go on probiotic now. Don't judge me. I'm going to use my calculator. And it works. 20 times 12. Okay, so I can eat more drinks. Um, I would... Okay, so eight more people. I'm actually looking at just Florida, Georgia, Hawaii. Uh, there's three girls on the headset because they're right next to each other. And I have Florida, Georgia, and Hawaii. They all look good. Um, oh, Delaware. Um, let me see who else is scrolling through the headshots. I have Illinois up there. Uh, I, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky up there. Um, okay, headshot is like spot on. Like perfect. Oh, Maryland. Okay, she's a smart. I love her in gown. Where is she? Oh, Louisiana. Gorgeous, actually. Okay. Uh, oh, Mississippi, Bailey. Oh, my boyfriend loved North Carolina. He had her in swimsuit. And I actually do like her picture. I'm going to send her a picture. Um, and I like her evening gown. I like the gown. I don't remember how it looks. And last name is Bryant. Oh, for COVID. <laughs> okay. So, six more girls. Um... Texas is Toya. Gorgeous. Perfect. Yes. And she stands out. She's in a group of three with other people. Tennessee and Utah. They have that good group. And they're both look pretty. I have Utah. Oh. Yeah, let me add Utah on here. And I have Sophia. She doesn't have any other one. Five more people. Uh, and this is a really tough year. Honestly, I really have no clue. But I will tell you after that, after watching Free Lunch, I have more of a clue. But these headshots are just so spot on. And they all look so good. Um, and I really am looking at my swimsuit numbers. I had, let me see, I 
Oh, Brianna. I'm looking at the person right next to me. See how I turn my head? So it looks like her. Brianna. Probably Brianna. New York. Four more people. Nevada up here. I mean Nevada up here as well. I love her body. I put Nevada up there. Oh, I wanna put I have Alabama up there. Let's look at I had a repeat of Connecticut. Oh man, that has a great Uh, let me add Missouri also to the list. Shot. 
and I like her instantly. I think I had it, you guys. Um, I think I had it. Oh, yes. Joy. Yeah. She has a great picture. Her and Mrs. Lydia are great. Okay. That's my highlighter. And that's a New York and that's my Christmas. North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Um. And when we go to Miss Universe and may come on camera and do a thing on YouTube, you guys can actually see me go through this again since I did her last Miss Universe. Because you know I pick winners and you know I pick Mexico to win. And Mexico won. Alright, I think this is my queen. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yay! So my top 20, you guys. Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, Hawaii, Nebraska, Washington, Alabama, Oklahoma, Utah, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, Utah, New York, Nevada, Missouri, and Florida. That is my top 20. And I'm putting it just on. Okay. Now, as far as my top five. I really think is going to win. I really have Mississippi. This is gorgeous. Oh! Oh! Oh, you guys. Okay. Hawaii. Oh, yeah, Washington. Okay, cool. Um, and then Nebraska. Yeah, I really like scratching my head, trying to figure this out. Let's find a head start. Oh, yeah, Erica. I did like Nebraska and Kentucky and Oklahoma. Thank you. 
test this off here really quick. Oh, yeah, Praetorian. Yeah, I fixed it. Okay. My top seven. Yeah. I have top seven. Mississippi, Hawaii, Illinois, Washington, Nebraska, Delaware, and Texas. And narrowing down those seven, I would honestly put... I think Netflix USA is going to come from Delaware, Texas, Washington, Hawaii, Mississippi. Final answer. Mississippi, Hawaii, Texas, Washington, Delaware. Now, depending on how they do tomorrow, it will probably be different, but that's my one, two, three, four. That's my top. I think Mississippi and Delaware. I'm really torn between... Mississippi and Delaware. And a little bit of Washington, Texas in there, Illinois again. I did like that. Okay, so you guys heard it first. Miss USA is going to come from Mississippi, Delaware, Texas, Hawaii, Washington, or Illinois. There you go. All right, y'all. It's been Real It and Real. We'll watch the pageant tomorrow together, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in today. This is a longer episode than I really want it to be, and I didn't really get as much wine as I want to get in, but my answers are real, raw, and authentic. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in, and I'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Um, well, post Miss USA. Until next time, you guys, peace and stay beautiful and always have pageantry reimagined. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.